from high high in the Rocky Mountains. We're higher than Air Force One. Welcome to the Land Dan Show. Oh my God, is this it? Is this the show? Look up there. It looks like a podcast. 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 Welcome to the Land Dan Show. I appreciate that Bond music, Dan. I still haven't seen it. What in the world is going on? It is amazing. You are missing out. It has the best, I'm telling you, the best storyline of any Bond movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. I am ashamed as a man that I went and saw Twilight <laughs> first. You got? Did you go on your own free will or were you dragged there? Uh, it was a date. Okay. It was a date. Uh, with your girlfriend? Yeah. Or your mom? Uh, it's flexible. No, no, with my girl. That's good. And I don't know. See, I don't know actually which one makes me gayer, going to Twilight or having the biggest crush on Daniel Craig ever. He. <laughs> I, so really, I figured it was about six. Yeah, pretty much. And nines. Um, but yeah, I am jealous. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, tell me, don't tell me too much about it, but tell me a little, I'm a little, I'm only going to tell you one thing. Okay. There's no new gadgets. And I'm fine with that. Daniel Craig is the blunt instrument that is Bond. Yeah. They don't even need gadgets. He doesn't need them. Sean Connery embodied the personality of Bond. Daniel Craig is the blunt instrument that is Bond. Yes, sir. All right, so um, real quick, we have an old boy on the phone. Yes, we do. He's South been Carolina's own. We're going to start it off with that. Really, uh, he's been waiting on hold for about 48 minutes, so we, we need to get to him. So uh, let, me get, let me get him uh, plugged in here, and uh, we'll be on with him. He's not, uh, I, he's not used to all this technology, so we're going to have to take it slow here. But thank you, old boy, for joining us tonight. How are you doing out there? I'm real good. How are you, bud? <laughs> I'm doing great. How's the dirty, dirty? Oh, smellies are everywhere, and uh, <laughs> and we got the big rival game this weekend. Oh, big fuck. rival football game. South, South Carolina versus Clemson. Rednecks are coming out of every trailer, left and right. <laughs> Tell me about uh, tailgating down there, as opposed to how it is here. Big fella, sack. Tailgating? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can see everything from cake fan. I mean, what, what's the wildest thing y'all seen in tailgate? Tell me. What's one of the wildest things you've ever seen in tailgate? Yeah, couch burning. Couch burning? <laughs> I don't know the point of that. But, uh... <laughs> I, I was there when, uh, when we beat Georgia... And they tore down the goalpost, and then when they when we got them down, the crowd snapped them and was carrying them out the stadium. Tried to lift it over a uh, Lexus SUV and didn't quite make it. Dropped the uh, upright on the pole, right on the shield. I've seen that happen. Oh wow! Now, oh boy, I don't know if you heard the intro here, but uh, the beginning is we were higher than Air Force One here. I don't think. South Carolina has any mountains, but I'm pretty sure 
You've got a pretty good altitude down there right now. Is that correct? Son, they, uh, we might be sea level, but we can still get up there. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, son. <laughs> oh, yes. Now we, we might be sea level, but I'm right there with you in Park City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to need to... Shout uh, out to the canyons. Uh, oh. Throw me on. Huh? Shout oh, out yeah. to, the, to the lithiosphere. <laughs> no, yeah, second Sack, shout out to the weatherman. He's the only other person that no, knows about this here, up was, here. It was always predicting snow every year. Jim Gandy calling snow. Up up here in Utah? Columbus never got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Is there so, even a weatherman in South Carolina, or do they just like, yep, it's huh? still humid and really nice and beautiful. We fired our weatherman. We don't have to worry about it. So I missed what you were saying. There was a rotation going on. Do they do they have <laughs> do they have weathermen in South Carolina, or is it so nice that they just don't need to have that, that is person? So great. The other day I was watching the local sports. We have a guy with a lazy eye on the news. <laughs> you think Stuart Scott is bad? He's just got a glass eye. <laughs> this dude has got one eye looking at. Grandma sitting on the recliner, and the other one's hitting you dead in the eye, and you're in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, dude, it is so bad. He's trying to tell you sports, and all you can think of is, which eye do you think he's looking at me with? <laughs> he has a wonky eye. <laughs> That's awesome. Nobody's sneaking up on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got 180 degrees of vision. So, there. Seriously, how, how do you take the news serious when you got a guy? I'm not talking about just a little bit. You know, just a slight a one. A full wanderer. <laughs> We're talking about like, 40 days in the wilderness. This like, eye is going it. out there. Huh? Are, are we talking about a wandering eye so much so that this eye is 40 days in the wilderness just out there? Oh, he's uh, uh, long gone. <laughs> he's down there with a snoop lion down his mouth. He's gone. Oh, hey, fuck. did you know that, uh, so the day I heard that Snoop changed his name to Snoop Lion, Snoop Lion, I made a picture with Snoop Dogg in the middle of the MGM thing that comes on before all the movies, you know, that roars, the picture of Snoop smoking. Guess what I saw on his Instagram, old boy, like two weeks ago. Please tell me that was it. It was it, but they just made it look better. Mine was just a very hasty Photoshop job. I just took a picture. It was still and square. Really, I mean, that was like, I felt like junior prom. I got all excited, thought something was about to happen. I thought you were about to tell me he used yours. Well, he and used... And it's just like... Huh? He used the same <laughs> image. They just they just made it look better. Yeah, well, I got better <laughs> stories. But I want to hear one from you, old boy. <laughs> we need a word from the dirty dirty because we don't get these perspectives out here. That's why I'm I'm grateful to you for calling into the so, show. I don't know what it is, but for some reason people who voted for Obama, they like to just walk across the road. And I'm not talking about just a road. I'm talking about highways. 
55 miles per hour, these guys are just out there dot like playing leapfrog. What? I'm yelling? Okay. Hey, they tell me I'm yelling, so I'm like, oh, a little quieter. <laughs> we might be outside. Okay. So, do tell the old boy. Tell us, tell us what it's like out there. How's how's the night looking? I forgot where I was even going with that. You were going with stories from the dirty, dirty, and people crossing the freeway, or just running wild in the street. You swear it's like a lottery for them. If you hit them, they're trying to cash out. So I spent half my day ducking and dodging. <laughs> Obama voters. Waiting for a lawsuit, you're saying? Um, oh boy. So I know that uh, literacy is a top priority in South Carolina. Can you please enlighten the uh, people here? Well, first of all, uh, we had you on uh, my other show not too long ago, and we played the clip of Miss South Carolina. And what we had. Well, first of all, what was your response to her who made that sort of blithering response? What was wrong with it? <laughs> she didn't say anything wrong, did she? she I mean, she was spot on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you joined us she today left, because... I mean, she just left a few things out. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad you joined us because when I told you about this podcast, what did you tell me? But remember what I told you? I mean, did you see who answered the question? Mario uh, Lopez, wasn't uh, it? Or what's AKA his name? A.C. Slater. A.C. Slater, that's right. All she saw was a uh, ball cap and a uh, cut-off tee with some jean shorts. And A.C. Slater just right there after gym class. <laughs> She's all distracted. <laughs> thinking she Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy, yeah. though. The Iraq, the Afghanistan. I'm on the radio right now. But tell me, tell me what you said when I, I told you that we had a podcast. They don't even have iPods here. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know what it was. <laughs> iPad. They think there's something dirty. <laughs> or maybe a like sex a, mat. If your girlfriend makes product. you go to the store to get you an like iPad, you know you're in love. <laughs> you got an iPad? No, but I got a maxi pad. <laughs> an iPad? I don't even have a girlfriend. What? I don't have one. Um, oh boy. Speaking of literacy, speaking of literacy, tell me, uh, some, tell me your, your story about the lady who you asked if she could, if she could read. (laughs) I put a, uh, I put a compliance letter on the lady's door. Do property management. She calls me, come out. Why are you putting threatening letters on my dope? Excuse me. I come home from work, got a threatening letter right here on my dope. First thing I see, 
working nine to five, got a threatening letter. I said, man, what's threatening about it? It says you have three days to comply. Um, and I'll, I'll re, re, uh, recheck in three days. You give me a fine. Well, at this point, I'm just fed up. And I said, can you read? <laughs> Straight up. Asked her if she could read. Well, let me tell you. You tell a uh, mad female of a uh, another registered Obama voter, if you tell her that, she's going to go off the handle. And she did. So I had to calm her down. I said, ma'am, I said, can we read the third paragraph? And what did you say? She was still just hot, madder than a wet hen, and uh, says she can call my spirit. Oh, that is great. Um, now, old boy, whenever I knew you, you were quite insistent that your hair was always looking fresh. Uh, you know I always caught some peaks of you checking out your hair. And uh, so I, I know my man honors a good haircut. Have you gotten any uh, good haircuts lately? <laughs> What's up? I ain't had a haircut in a minute. So I knew quick lineup. So I'm not doing house inspections. Checking out some properties. I said to myself, I'm gonna stop at the next. Wait, hold on, old boy. We need uh we need the other old boy in the room down there. We can hear him, we're getting a lot of feedback. We're gonna need just you. So then just go down. You're getting they can hear what you're saying. All right. That that they don't have much. a speakerphone in South Carolina. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. They haven't made that yet. Yeah. All right, so just you. We just need just old boy. But tell me about uh, getting this haircut. Just when I, uh, I said I'm gonna I'm gonna stop at the next spot, get a quick cut during lunch. And um, I pulled in a spot because I've seen the nice old barber's barber old school barber pole. Thought, man, I got Ralph in there. He's gonna do me right. <laughs> um, I walked up to a uh, mirror tinted door. That should have been my first sign. <laughs> I proceeded. First off, can you imagine what they were thinking on the other side? Anyways, I walk in and literally, this is no lie, stop dead in my tracks and do a solid two Mississippi balls. <laughs> Looked around, assessed the situation, noticed it was all African-American gentlemen, eight barbers, eight chairs. Four people getting cuts. <sighs> After that two seconds, just uh, continued walking like nothing was wrong. Walked up to the first guy that uh, had an empty chair, said, hey, this is what I need done. He said, sit down. I did the thing. 
And uh, when I finally had the courage to look up, I noticed the Steve Harvey show was on. <laughs> Standard. But uh, also in the back, there was a uh, high-class high weave shop. Well, folks out west, that means fake hair. This might become shocking, but uh, white girls' hair is not real. <laughs> and they have to get all kinds of things done to it anyway. They got a high-end weave shop, and there are women walking in, and they are looking at me like, what in the world we got here? This thing is here. Um, yeah, so I got my cut. I said, how much am I done? $5. $5, son. Really? You can't even get a $5 meal for $5 anymore. It ain't with tax. <laughs> this is five even. This ain't none of that false advertising. He says it's a $5 cut. It's a $5 cut. I hit him with an extra five just because he didn't hit me with the uh, minority markup. I thought I was about to get done dirty on the minority markup. <laughs> um, I paid the money and got out of there, son. I can only imagine if I was laughing hard with my friends, how hard was those 12 black guys laughing when I left? Okay, well. And what were they saying as I was walking up to the door? <laughs> he ain't about to come in here. He ain't about to come in here. Oh, this oh this white boy here might be coming. I mean, they got mirror tent. I can't see anything. They see me the whole time. <laughs> okay, well, my question the, uh, is, I went in for a haircut. Only ended up getting a lineup on the back. No way in hell am I having a barbershop cut my hair. I can't what? do the kid play. It just wouldn't work for me. Here's my question about Steve Harvey, old boy. What is he doing hosting Family Feud? Let's take a quick look at the previous host of Family Feud. Louis Anderson. Okay, we got uh, 70 people that said in a barber shop. Okay, Louis Anderson. Al Borland from Home Improvement. Mr. Plaid himself. Did he wear a plaid shirt on the show? Oh, well, he always did on Home Improvement. I know that. I'm talking about Family Feud. I don't know, but that's just how I think of Al Borland. See, I don't even know his real name. I think it is but, Al Borland. But my point is, how, how did name Steve... is Al Borland. No. Yes, so is it really? Well, how does I'm just asking, how does Steve Harvey get in with after those hosts? Son, this was an all black barber shop. I mean, Steve Harvey, that was probably a DVD set. <laughs> They're not paying for cable. He is hilarious, Kings of Comedy. Uh, but oh boy, just briefly, um, tell me what you got going on for Thanksgiving. How do they? Uh, how do they do Turkey Day down there in the dirty, dirty? We go real, real, real big, man. Grandma, right? Talk now, to your boy right now. Go up to the 
steakhouse, do it real big, family, close friends, big spread, and I'll send you a picture. So it's like a golden corral, but like real food. But actually good like and not ghetto and gross. Out there, everything. <laughs> Tell me what sort of what kind of food can you get out there that is just not here? Barbecue. Barbecue. I say barbecue out there. People are probably thinking hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill. No offense. I mean, barbecue is like the pulled pork. Chopped up with like homemade barbecue sauces of different kinds, not like the brown kind, but mustard base. I say mustard base only because the color is yellow, but it doesn't taste like mustard. Scientists don't good. really know what it is. You can't, I mean, you can't get like all the fresh seafoods. I mean, you're going down to Long John Silver, so you're getting some good shrimp. <laughs> I mean, from like fresh, just right out of the ocean, get it, boom, right from a guy on the dock. That um, is. Now I mean, tell all me. Kinds of fried okra. I mean. Tell me what a South Carolina Christmas looks like compared to a snowy white Christmas here in Utah. Surprisingly, they had a one, two Christmases ago, it was a snowy Christmas here. First one in history, like. Since they keep record, record books. <laughs> um, I love it out there in Utah in the snow. I'd rather have a white Christmas, you know, than, than, but at the same time, I can go play golf the following day. Yeah, that is year. pretty sweet. But I can't go snowboard, which that'd be fun too. Can't win them all. Can't win them all, son. Just got to take a trip. Come see you. Yes, absolutely. And I want to make it down to the Dirty Dirty. And uh, hopefully that'll be... All right, I feel you. Oh boy, we got to run, but I want to talk to you soon, okay? Please come back onto the show. Always, brother, you know this. All right, old boy. Plenty of more stories where that came from. Thank you, old boy, for joining us. We'll have you on again. All right, man, be good. Dude, you already know. All right, that was old boy Tyler from South Carolina. There's only one Carolina as far as I'm concerned, and that's South Carolina. Straight from the heartland. That was cool. He's always got some good stuff going on. Great to hear from old boy. And uh, we really uh, appreciate him calling in. Thank you, old boy. He has plenty of stories, so... Don't be tripping. We got more old boy. He'll be coming back. And another guest that uh, will be in the near future is Utah comedian Andy Gold. He is headlining a show December 9th at Wise Guys Trolley Square. It's kind of his farewell show. He's going to be moving to New York City to do comedy there full time. So if you're in the Utah region, you should definitely go check him out. He's a very funny guy. I got to talk to him today. He broke his ankle, and he's sort of on bed rest right now, so we can't get him till next week, but he's going to be on. He's a really funny guy. And uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We've got a hard out here. We will catch you in a few on the Land Dan Show. Hello. I didn't see you there. 
Yes, it is I, Sir Ian McCallum, using the Mach 3 shave gun. The shave so good that even Jesus or Gandalf, but pretty much the same, would use it. Go ahead and shake my staff. Welcome back to the Land Dan Show. Hope you had a nice break. Got some juice. Got some whatever's clever. Got some whatever old boy was having out in South Carolina. It sounded like a good time. Uh, we're glad he did. Uh, Dan, you like driving. I got a driving question for you. All right, shoot for it. Okay, I'm getting off the freeway. Uh, off an exit here. And there's a little loop-de-loop where other cars are coming. And so there are two lanes that I'm in and next to. And the, the, you get off right off the freeway. And then there's that loop-de-loop which joins into those two lanes. Right. Got so it. I'm going full speed from the freeway. And there's a car in the left lane. And... Where that loop-de-loop -loop is, you have to yield, right? Is this not the law? You're supposed to yield, yeah. If you're entering or merging, I suppose you could say. Yes. Well, this car just thought they could go. And, and what, so... And uh, what happened? Well, I couldn't turn left, so I honked at them, and they get mad at me and flip me off. Because you're honking at them? Because I honked at them for going. It's because you got in their way. No, they got in my way. I was going 70, and they had a yield sign. Even if they didn't have a yield sign, it's common sense, is it not, to wait and look for faster traffic? Yes, it is. If you're merging into any lane, really, you should yield without a sign, right? Yes. The sad thing is, people really are dumb. Otherwise, honestly, we wouldn't need stoplights. We wouldn't need no turn left arrows. We wouldn't need no turn right arrows. People would go when it was safe and made sense to turn. But that, even that has to be regulated. The timing and the streets that you travel on. Doesn't that seem a little strange to you? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's not a good setup they have. I mean, I know it's not traffic like L.A. or Texas, but I I would go nuts in uh, traffic like L.A. Pretty bad. What's been the worst town for traffic that you've seen? Um, I lived in uh, right out of L.A., so that's got to be it right there. That's the worst place. Um. San Francisco is the worst place to park that I've ever been. Because of all the hills? Uh, or just all the gay people or what? Well, there's not a whole lot of parking. Parking's very expensive if you get into a garage. And to find street parking... That's every what she said. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tight. Uh, parking on the side of the street is really tight. Um, if you go there next time, check out everybody's bumper. They're all torn up. Not like broken, but they're all scraped from just parking and people hitting them. Oh, Yeah. See, I've got some hippie cousins out there, and we went to visit them, got a ticket. It was a family vacation a couple years ago, and uh, no, it was several years ago. I was probably like 15 years old, but anyway, we got a ticket for the tires 
um, aimed the wrong way on the street. <laughs> on a hill? On a hill. That sucks. San Francisco. What way, are you, what way are you supposed to aim them? Do you know? If you're going uphill, do you turn them left or right? Towards the, I don't know. I don't know. If you're going uphill, I think you turn them left. So it rolls backwards. The front end of the car rolls into the curb. And then downhill, you turn it right. As far as I'm, as far as I know, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't park on hills. I don't even know how to do parallel parking. You know why? Seriously, do you know why? Why? Do, why don't you know? My driver's ed teacher was the oldest teacher in the school. He was honestly had to be eighty years old. What was his name? Oh, I can't even remember. Huh. He was that. He like he would didn't even teach other classes at the high school. He was that old that that was just his sole thing was it's driver's all he, That's all he knew, huh? 80 years old. I had no idea what a three-point turn was until the day of my driving test. How long did it take you to get your driver's license? It took me two test drives. Mm-hmm. And how old were you? And uh, I was 16, <laughs> oh, okay. but I will say I did hit a car on the driving range <laughs> during driver's ed. Brian Aramaki's car... <laughs> I apologize, Mackie. We always just took it as a joke and, you know, didn't really do the uh, course. So, but I can't, I hate driving, first of all, and I can't see anything at night. I have night myopia, which means just, I can't, I can't see. I'm trying to do as little driving as possible. Huh. You love driving. I love it. We're, I've never been in a wreck. We're different makes. I've never been in a wreck and uh, only had a bunch of tickets. By a bunch, I mean like 24. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you have unpaid tickets? What happens with that? Uh, they put a warrant out for your arrest. And I have been to jail for a $25 parking ticket before. No way. Yeah, I was at the, I was at the airport. I'm trying to get an airport badge because I I worked out at the airport, you know. Um, I work out there too, bro. Yeah, I work out at the airport. (laughs) I love that gym. (laughs) No, uh, so I had to go get a badge renewed, and I went in there, and they're like, oh, you're going to have to wait a minute. And they're like, I waited a few minutes, and I waited, and I waited. I was like, what's the hurry? And they're like, oh, well, it'll just be quicker if you went down to the police station and got it checked out. No way. So I walked down to the police station. They take my ID and... No less than 10 seconds after I walked in there and they took my ID, this guy comes up, pins me against the wall. and He's like, you have the right to remain silent. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I got totally punked into walking myself to the police station. I could have gotten in my car and driven away. These fuckers could have just been like, oh, yeah, there's a warrant out. You should go fix it and then fucking come back. No, they send me to the goddamn police station and I walk there and I fucking get arrested for $25. Wow. I spent eight hours in jail, and since I went to the airport, I was in uh, short-term parking. It cost me $60 to park <laughs> there because my car was there for eight hours. I was like, what the fuck? And I had to get a ride back to my car. God, God I was lucky. I almost took my dog there like just to come with me. He would have been stuck in my car. I don't know what the fuck I would have done. I saw, hey, I went down to Vegas with Lex two weekends ago. Yeah. And uh, tell me what you think about this. We were on our way. We uh, were catching a buffet on uh, uh, one morning. And when we went in, we saw a cat. That in the was, casino? 
No, no, no. It was in some hippie's Subaru. Okay. The windows were completely up, and two and a half hours later, when we emerged and left, it was still there. What do you think about that? Um, it wasn't that hot back a couple of weeks ago in Las Vegas, was it? It was like 60. Right? I don't know, but the, I don't know, there was some sun. Honestly, I think I would feel sun. worse if there was a dog in there. Yeah. Uh, you don't like cats? I don't know. They don't seem as cool. I, um, although I have seen a cool cat that could do tricks and would come. A cool cat? Yeah. I've seen some cool cats. <laughs> Let me tell you, dog. Joey Coco Diaz. <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> Speaking of Joey Diaz, um, I talk about him because... He is one of my favorite podcasts. I love him. I worship that guy. Oh, my. He is the man. My phone is full of podcasts. Mine I don't too. have a lot of music. It's mostly podcasts. I have 13.8 gigabytes reserved for podcasts only. I have 300 megabytes left on my phone that are available. Megabytes, bro. It's the nerd talk on the Land Dan show. But anyway... <laughs> Here are some podcasts you guys need to check out. Mainly, A, The Church of What's Happening Now. Joey Coco Diaz. Joey Coco Diaz. Hopefully, he'll be uh, in Utah soon. We'll get him on here. It'll be easy. Yep. If he's coming to Utah, you're going to hear him on this podcast, and that's a promise. Yes, sir. Beauty and the Beast, which he co-hosts with Felicia Michaels, another comedian. Pretty funny. Listen to that as well. More stories. That's my favorite. I like more. Jay Moore is funny. He has good guests on. Yeah. The Todd Glass Show. I really like that. He has a very relaxed sort of format, and I really like it. Um, another one is um, WTF with Mark Marin. I've never heard that one. See, it's strange because I don't think Mark Marin is funny. Um. But he does get great guests on. He's very neurotic. And honestly, I don't think he's very funny. That's just my humble opinion. But he has great guests on. I've heard Donnell Rawlings on there. Brian Regan. Shelly Berman. Wow. Shelly Berman was the first comedian to win an Emmy for a comedy album. He gets amazing people, but I don't know. I don't think he's that funny, personally. Uh, wow, never heard of him. What podcasts do you listen to? I only listen to uh, the Church of What's Happening Now, actually. That's all I have time for. I listen to them over and over again, though. They're oh, pre- yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty long. Um, they're about an hour, hour long, and he does two a week, so it's a lot of listening. Oh, and if you hear the Joe Rogan experience, Joe Rogan podcast, those are going two, two and a half hours, three hours sometimes. Still very engaging. We're not going to give you uh, two and a half hours here, folks, but what we are going to give you, we hope you're going to like. Now, we got Thanksgiving coming up here. That's uh, this Thursday, right, Dan? It is uh, the 22nd. I guess it's always a Thursday. I don't know why I asked that. Was it uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Always a Thursday. Huh. Just like Christmas. The third. Yeah. The third or fourth. No, the third. No, fourth. Uh, Thursday. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Uh, science. But uh, <laughs> it should be good. You know what? Uh, my brother-in-law to be, my hippie sister's hippie boyfriend, 
<laughs> uh, last year for Halloween, cooked a turkey in addition to the ones that were already being made. On Halloween? No, no, no. For Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And he fried it. Wow. And it was honestly amazing. amazing huh? He still, he, you know, put stuff inside it. Did you know that and, that's uh, the uh, the number one cause of house fires on Thanksgiving is deep fryers? fry deep frying your turkey. Really? They say it's like a it's like a twenty percent chance of burning your house down if you deep fry your fucking turkey. I believe it. He he honestly took it to my backyard to uh, to do it there and it's had scary. great like Walter White gloves on while he was cooking it. Did he have a fucking hose ready to fucking go? I don't even know if hose put those fucking things out. How do you put out a fire like that? You have to put baking soda. If you put oh, wire yeah. on a grease, water rather, on a grease fire, that will never work. <laughs> but anyway, enough water. Uh, yeah, so we got Thanksgiving coming up. Are you a pumpkin pie man, Dan? I love pumpkin pie. Actually, I shouldn't say love it. I like it. I'm a, uh, I'm a blueberry pie type of guy. Okay, just blueberry, like that's it? Blueberry as far as pies? from Marie Callender's, honestly. Like blueberry cream. Okay. You've had it. Everybody's had I'm, it. It's I'm fucking glorious. Um, anyway, pumpkin pie, it's all right. It's a, it's a cheap shit way out of getting rid of your pumpkins. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love pumpkin seeds, though. Salted and roasted and seasoned. Delicious. They're good. So good. I was lazy this year. I didn't even save them. I didn't either. I took. I had them for a while, and then it became like four days, and there was like goop from the pumpkins. Maybe we should grow so, some in a in our uh, indoor grow room. Maybe we should. Maybe. I, pumpkins. Yeah. Or anything else, really, for that matter. Yeah. But pumpkins to be festive. Yeah. Oh, um, well, year round. We could do year round pumpkins. Right, and sometimes they'd be green. Yep. Anyway, uh, Black Friday. What have uh, you're a big shopper? I feel like you like to shop for cool stuff. I uh, I need to actually get out to Home Depot. I'm building. I think I mentioned this the first podcast we did that I'm building a garage. So I'm gonna have to get out and uh, get to Home Depot and get those uh, appliances. They've got some amazing deals going on. Get those nails in. We gotta get those uh, appliances from the Home Depot, and uh, they're gonna be—they're uh, gonna be really uh, cheap. Listening to uh, NPR today. Now, <laughs> on our off time, we are golf announcers for those uh, Sunday games. You hear? <laughs> We're uh, 18 yards from the green bogey here. He's going. Uh, Trying to shank the bogey. Maybe he'll get uh, something on the links here. We're not exactly sure. It's looking at about a hundred and twenty-five foot drive as uh, as he uh, lines up here, Bob. <laughs> that's Sorry. why. That's why steroids what. should be uh, legal in golf only. That should be the one sport where steroids were okay. That'd be if, sweet. Yeah, if nothing else but to wake up the announcers, the golf announcers, instead of just, oh, he's uh, doing a good lineup for this, shanking his bogey here. No, I want to hear, he's bending the iron, he just strangled his caddy. <laughs> Make steroids legal in golf, that's all I'm saying. There you go. But anyway, <laughs> we back get, to we Black... We get sidetracked, sorry about that. Yeah, back to Black Friday. Black uh, Friday. 
So will you be buying any uh, rap music or how do you, what do you like to do for Black Friday? Um, uh, do you go and wait in lines I and do not tent wait in lines. and camp out? I'm not, I don't need it. And uh, the cool thing is nowadays, Black Friday is so, so huge. They do it almost for an entire month, most places anyway. Just they, they're looking at more volume and they lose money on this whole deal, but they're looking at more volume. So they're making about... They're making more that way, so they they start like their sale Amazon, early. Sort yeah. Of. But and also places that don't do it um, all month do it online that day, so you can buy most of your stuff online and not even have to go get out of your underwear. You know what makes me sick though? The people who do, and here in Utah who did last year, there was someone who got trampled to death in really Utah died? at a Walmart for Black Friday. <laughs> That gotta, makes me sick. You gotta really, you gotta how, really love it. That's that's disgusting. You gotta really want that PlayStation. There's, there's nothing that is that important. Why didn't he just stand up? <laughs> there were people clamoring for the latest Xbox game. Which, by the way, we should take a turkey break here at Thanksgiving. We want to take a little break, but after this, Dan. Let's talk a little bit about Halo 4. You got it. All right, guys. We'll be right back. They want to hit a Thanksgiving song. All right. All right. This, is, uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should, cause it's turkey to eat. So good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. I appreciate it, but I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. <laughs> Here we go. Thanks anyways. <laughs> turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. Oh, white meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. 
I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome back to the Land Dan Show. This is our uh, our third episode, so that would be uh, Thomas Jefferson or uh, Brigham Young was our first. I can't remember the first, the third rather uh, <laughs> LDS Church president, uh, but we can get to that <laughs> and possibly another podcast. Although I do have a great Gordon B Hinckley impression for those in the know. Yeah. Should we go ahead with that or store that up well, for later? You can come out with it in just a second. I just wanted to tell everybody why uh, you guys are probably wondering why we're playing music in a podcast, why we're not just talking. Because it's sweet? Uh, no, it's actually because uh, we are uh, doing this 100% completely live. We don't even turn our mics off when the music plays. Like if we're, if we're in the background flapping our gums or laughing or anything, you'll hear us. We don't turn anything off here. We record 100% straight through. So uh, we need a little break to walk out of the room and go get a drink and uh, get some sticky, icky. <laughs> Has to take breaks. Yes, sir. So, but, but mostly not. We're, we're dedicated mostly not to take breaks here. Yeah, we, we try not to. We only do one or two songs in about an hour time. But anyway, uh, Gordon B., uh, we could talk about Gordon B. Okay. Well, for those in the know, this is what he used to sound like during conference, which you would hear twice every year. Okay? And to set the stage for those of you who don't... Yeah, who think, is he? Think of... He was the uh, previous LDS church president. Okay. And uh, imagine him at approximately 93 years old, no joke. Okay. We are eternally grateful for all the broadcasters in television news who carry this glo this glorious message all over the world. Anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> but uh you sound a little bit like that. And uh, that's a shout out, Gordon B. If what you're up, Gordon us, B? I hope you're listening to this podcast. He probably is. Um, question: Is there food in heaven? 
better be is the, all I have to say. What kind of food would you want in heaven? I would want freshetta pizzas. Okay. Bunch of crunch. Okay. Which for some reason you can only find in the movie theaters and at some like Costco's. Do you think Twinkies will be there? Because they're dead. If Woody Harrelson is in heaven, there will be Twinkies. All right, sounds good. He probably, um, he'll probably be there. You didn't? Maybe did you not hear about uh, Twinkie? Oh, I heard all about hostess, Twinkie. They're hostess? going out of business. No, they're gone. They're pieced out. They're gone. They have sold for a hundred dollars a box on eBay. No way. Oh yeah. They're and not Alba- just listed, but sold for. I was watching that yesterday. Wow. Uh, well, I hear they're good forever. Yep. For they got a, a shelf life of forever. But here's my thing. Speaking of uh, weird foods, gluten-free. Everybody now is gluten-free. Oh, I can't eat that. I'm, I'm eating gluten-free. I can't do that. What is that disease? Celiac. Celiac disease, Celiac. yeah. So, so you can't Fuck have that gluten. noise. You know what? 150 years ago when there were pioneers coming across this country, it wasn't like they were like, oh, well, yeah, we made the 1,100-mile trek pretty good, but uh, then Susan and some others started eating glutes, and we lost 11 in our company, in our handcart company. No. (laughs) No. I think that is a ridiculous, hippie thing that... Yeah, it's a joke. And it's, I don't know. Though. It's a sales tactic. But they charge more. My hippie more. sister says she can't eat glutes or she gets <laughs> sick. I think it's a it's stupid. They it's charge a hippie like, mental calling. Yeah, they do. There are some people with celiac who do honestly get sick, but it it has never been heard of until the past like three or four years. And they all are at uh, Whole Foods. Yeah, we all get sick. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And and they you can go to pizza places now. Everything's gluten free but you pay what you would pay for like a $9 pizza you pay like 37.50 yeah it's I was going to say it becomes a $22 pizza 37.50 actually well with tax it oh, depends yeah. on what bracket you're in yeah. we just want to take a little more <laughs> yeah take that and uh, move it around uh we can get to Obama later but Dan <laughs> I wanted to get to your shirt it's a Nike shirt it says shot collar you got it um, have you ever seen the TV show Gangland on the History Channel? <laughs> I have not. Tell me about it. Okay, so first of all, they have this guy, this really ominous narrator who who tells everything, and, and they go into a real-life gang, into the workings, and we'll see what they do and interview real gang members. Uh, but to set the scene, they'll have the narrator be like, so he'll get on and say, Pedro took a train to the shot caller's house to see what to do with the rival gang. Okay, and then it'll show gangster vocabulary, and it'll be like, and it'll it'll pop up on the screen and say, A shot caller, the primary decision maker of a gang. Okay, in that same sort of voice. <clears throat> and then they'll have on, like, current gang members or for, or former members of the gang. And uh, but they'll have to you know silhouette them so you can't see their face, and uh, they you know they they mess with the voice so you can't tell who right. it is. Yeah. So it always sounds like. Back when I was in the gang, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was all about 
getting money, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just do what we have to do to do this crime, you know what I'm saying? This is all about the homies, you know what I'm saying? We just straight up party, straight up do what we have to do, you know what I'm saying? 24 7 all day, every day, no days off. Yes. Kind of got into a little Joey Diaz there at the end, didn't you? Uh, a little bit. He's been in prison, though, so it's all good. Yes, he has. Uh, uh, but you know what? So you need to watch Gangland. And another show that I have been watching is uh, uh, America's Most Wanted. And you know why I love that show? Why? Because John Walsh will tell it like it is. And he'll be like, we need your help in catching this scumbag before he finds someone else. <laughs> he just calls him out. It's ridiculous. He calls it like it is. Everyone else is. You know what pisses me off? <laughs> When on the news, they're talking about someone who was kidnapped or killed, and they'll say, well, the gentleman is described as being six right? feet tall. No, he's not a gentleman if he's accused of killing someone or kidnapping them. That's why John Walsh is the man. He tells it like it is. He calls them scumbags, and he says, we need your help before this person can ruin someone else's life. He doesn't right? mess around. I'm John Walsh, and I'm Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have read every John Walsh book. And, I didn't know he wrote books. Oh, yeah. Tears of Rage is incredible. It's about the real-life abduction story of his son, Adam Walsh. I haven't learned to read yet, actually. Well, I wasn't like going to get into it if you paragraphs, but necessarily wanted to. Yeah. I, I don't have time. I if the if it's on tape, I'll listen to it. Uh Will you really? Will you listen to a book on tape? If it's something that's interesting. Um I've only read one book and it was by Tom Clancy called Rainbow Six and that was when I was like thirteen. No, that was a video game. <laughs> that oh, yeah. thing that you put in was a video game. Oh yeah. No, uh oh, that, does I, he really not know what rating is? Oh, I really God. read it because of the video game though. Um it was it was really good. Um, that's all I really remember about it. I was pretty young. Yeah, Tom so, Clancy's "What's Up." Yeah, Although so I books must say, my books aren't where I'm at. Did you ever see the movie "The Sum of All Fears" with Ben Affleck? Uh, sounds familiar. That's kind it's of an older movie. Part isn't of it? the Tom Clancy. Yeah, it's a little older. Part of the Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan, Harrison Ford used Who's to that? play him. Who's Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford is 1997 People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. I remember who he is, yeah. The President guy, Whitmore. No, no, no. Oh, 40 Days, 40 not, Nights guy. Six Days, One of his Seven greatest. Nights. Oh, 40 yeah. Days, 40 Nights was Jesus like <laughs> oh, yeah. 2,000 years ago. It was also a, a movie with Ashton Kutcher, I think, too. Uh, no, you're thinking of Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. Same thing. They're both fucking stupid. Um, but I kind of like Josh Hartnett in For what? Uh, Pearl Harbor. Ah, I laughed through that whole movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to see where he'd He's go. He's okay. <laughs> Lucky number seven, though. On, have you seen that? I have not seen it. Really, really good. Seriously, Dan, check it out. And seriously, everybody. It has Ben Kingsley, Morgan Freeman, Bruce Willis, and Josh Hartnett. Rizat. I think it's time that we talk about drinking stories. Everybody's got them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm fucking hammered now. Um, let me tell you a story about a uh, pretty crazy party 
in Logan. First of all, the honorable policemen in Logan have nothing to do there. Well, so, it's a party city, or it's a uh, college city, isn't it? Oh, completely, completely. So yeah. their their main task is cracking down on underage drinking and underage drinking. Yeah. So one night, uh, I have come from a barn party. Okay, it was outside the city limits of Logan. In the barn, there was Jello wrestling. It was this huge production. I was doing the uh. Like emceeing there at the thing, there was a mic. There were there was Jello wrestling. There was it was really really cool. But anyway, I get back from that and a huge huge party there, several hundred people, and uh, we make it back in town to a house party which I had said I would go to, where there were maybe thirty people. Okay. Now, I'm there for uh, probably maybe 15 or 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden someone says, the cops are here. Okay, and this was before some or many of, shall we say, us were of legal age. And sure, I, of course. I, of course, I don't necessarily mean myself yeah, when I say Yeah, why would us, you be drinking underage? Um, It'd be stupid. And it, it wasn't like... They came in and said the cops are a block away or the cops, we just saw them. No, the cops were there. They were at the house. So you hear a scampering of feet of all the miners uh, running upstairs to find a hiding place to go. And they were honestly like, there was a little herd of like 12 people, uh, underage people. And one guy's like, oh, I'm going to hide in the pipes. He honestly held, he hid himself in the attic, like, it, between pipes, there were, like, seven people of us, of they, shall we say, that went into a room, and once we got into that room, someone jumps in the, they had a walk-in closet, I still remember, and someone jumps in the closet, literally jumps, okay, there's a uh, laundry hamper, and they pile all the clothes on them, until they're completely covered. They are completely covered in clothes. It's like uh, Grouch. What's his name? Grouchy from Sesame Street. The guy in the trash bin? Yeah. I what? think it's Oscar. Oscar, yeah. Yeah. Oscar, you're a grouch. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Who was that that uh, said that? He was com- uh, Dave Chappelle. He oh, was okay. completely filled in clothes, though. Completely hidden. And then there were like five of us just sitting on this bed. It was a king-size bed. And uh, something was playing on TV, and we thought we'd just play it cool. Now, every 10 minutes or so, we'd get an update from one of the house owners who was like, yeah, uh, they're still looking around. Be careful, guys. Uh, I'll try to come back as soon as I can. Now, 20 minutes went by, and then he came in again. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, we hadn't heard from him again. So people are are sketching out. Uh, Someone had... had, uh, had run out of the back door and we saw them get caught by the Logan police department. Fuck. Just down the road. Somebody had caught up with them and uh, somebody even on the second floor had hopped out thinking they could escape because they were on the other side of the house. Can't get away from the Poe. They were also subsequently picked up by the serving and protecting police there. So it's about uh, 45 minutes into this situation. And I find myself at the window 
on the third story. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to jump off here. I am about to jump off. Wow. I, I open the blinds. I open the window. I'm stepping out. And the guy who was giving us the status update walks in and says, okay, they're gone. Three stories. You were going to jump it? From the third story. I remember thinking like, okay, well, if I maybe roll a little bit, <laughs> I can do it without busting both my ankles. Yeah, one of them's going to fucking break. But I was ready to jump out of a third story window. You cray. Very cray. But the uh, <laughs> the crazy thing is to me is I came from an even bigger party with several hundred people that was not busted. And in fact, I saw a uh, police officer smoking a cigar and having a couple of drinks at that party. And then... Came back to a much smaller party, maybe 25, 30 people, which was busted because it was more in the city limits. But I was I was about ready to jump out of that third story window. Wow. And when I say I, it could easily be someone else. <laughs> what? Um, but there was also something called the Quarter Century Club. Are you familiar with what that is? I am not. Okay, the Quarter Century Club was an award system for those who consumed 25 or more shots in one night. That's impossible. It is not impossible. Why would a bar promote this? A bar would not promote this. Oh. Who promoted this? It was an independent club. Uh, why would a club promote this? A, why would they want anybody an inside club their club did not, but a... Group that was formed called the Quarter Century Club on Facebook. Skull fucking <laughs> did that. Huh. So somebody wanted somebody inside their place with 25 shots. No, this was not associated with any uh, drinking establishment in particular. I'm it saying, was, why would you want anybody in your house that has had 25 shots? They're going to shit everywhere. They're going to puke everywhere. They're going to be fucking sleeping there for the rest of the night. For that matter. The and they're probably going to have to club, shit themselves in their sleep. It was meant as a uh, tip of the hat for those who successfully made it to that level. Skull fucking. And that's how they felt after they reached that level. I would feel that way too. Holy shit. I'm at like 17 and I'm about ready to fucking stop <laughs> working. Not stop this podcast, of course. Of course. <laughs> we don't. We never stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Who has put pubic hair on my coat? <laughs> I don't know what that was. So tell me what else is going on, Dan. What else is cracking? Um, not a whole lot. I'm fucking drunk, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking ready. Okay, let's wrap it up then. No, I'm it's fucking ready show. to party. Exactly. Let's keep it going then is what I was about to say. Well, let's keep this fucking thing going. Let's keep it going. We're going to take a break here. And we're going to come back. We're going to keep this podcast going. Thank you for listening, by the way, to the Land Dan Show podcast. You can check us out at landdanshow.podbean.com. Also on iTunes, also anywhere you can get an internet connection, Adam feed, RSS feed. We're recently on Stitcher as well, you guys. The Stitcher app. Stitcher. You already know. 
Here we go. This commercial break is intended for a hippie with dreads. You know who you are. All right, that was Split Lid. You can hear them here in 
Utah. They play a lot of Liquid Joes. Shout out to them. I don't even know them, but you know what? They're doing their thing. And uh, we promote independent and emerging artists. And sometimes, you know what? We'll take other things too. But uh, that was Split Lid. Dan, uh, you know them a little better than I. I do. Uh, they're, they actually uh, they do that as a side project. It's just a few guys that have kind of gotten together. Really awesome guys. Uh, they Like you said, they play at Liquid Joe's all the time. They play around the state of Utah quite a bit. Um, at least weekly, you can find them somewhere. And uh, even if it's not your type of music, they just have an energetic type of show that like just gets you going. You don't have to really like metal or whatever alternative i don't know what you'd call it but you don't have to like it it's uh it's still just all it's all good they're they're a fun group of guys good good for them go split lid check them out um now we also uh encourage you to check out our website like i said which is landantro.podbean.com you can also send us uh, email, music, what have you, if you want to uh, send us something in. Uh, that is landanshow at gmail.com. Go ahead and tell us what you think, how you like the show. We also have a phone number set up for the Landan Show. It is 801-747-9876. And uh, leave a message. We'll be happy to uh, hear from you, and uh, maybe we'll uh, play. If if you have a funny message, we will play it on the air. Right? Dan, does that sound like a good <laughs> sounds idea? Sounds like a fucking awesome idea. It's wonderful. Okay, good. If you have a funny message, we'll play it on the air. It doesn't even have to be, hey, we loved your show. Just tell us your thoughts. And if you didn't like our show, that's great. We won't air it. And we will delete it, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, let us know what you think. Let us know. Yeah, we're trying to get all kinds of ways we can get input. Um, we don't really know uh, until a week out, uh, week after the show, I guess, has came out, how many people have really listened to it and and what's going on. So, so far, it's been in the thousands, though. Yeah, tens, and we're of, really, tens of thousands, actually. We're really, uh, we're really happy about the numbers. It was uh, 11,000 that... Uh, Finally uh, listened to uh, the first couple episodes. Yes, sir. Just a little over 11,000. We're very With no happy about advertising that. at all. Yeah, so thank you very much for uh, carrying that and listening to that. We, we will keep bringing it to you if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, sir. So we're going to try to do this on the regular for you. So, so today we had a, tonight we had, I guess, uh, a guest planned. He was gonna. He was supposed to talk to us about sports. Um, we're uh, we're on a Monday at ten forty five p.m. and this fucking idiot is gone to sleep. <laughs> Won't answer his phone to do our sports stuff. So, I guess we're gonna have to uh, to uh, bail out on Chris. Yes, we will, and possibly break into his apartment. Well. <laughs> We'll do his, that off. The he air. lives with his family, and so by, we won't yeah, do it. well, and when I said that, I obviously meant go home teaching and uh, try to spread the gospel, yeah, and the light of Christ to his family. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, sure they'll appreciate thank you, it. Chris. Um, we do not award you any points, and may God have mercy on your soul for not coming onto the show tonight. Yes, sir. 
but uh, I'm sure overall that you're still a pretty decent guy. And he's a, he's not, a real nice guy, but he will just... not bathe forever in eternal flames of hell, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but you fucking will, Chris. You, you fucking, fucking will. will. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Anyway, so uh, I think that that about does it for our uh, our wonderful Monday evening podcast. It's family home evening. That's <laughs> what we're calling the podcast episode today. Family home evening. For those of you who don't know, LDS Americans and LDS Native Americans and African Americans, LDS, what have you. Monday night is reserved for the family. It's called family home evening. It's a big thing in the LDS, aka Mormon community. And so that's what we're calling this show tonight is Family Home Evening. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back with some more fresh content, maybe some other words from the Dirty Dirty from Old Boy Tyler in South Carolina and some other guests, be they fictional or real. But we will catch you. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the Land Dan Show. Dan, give him a little hello. What's good? Oh, fuck. I'm drunk, man. I don't right. even know where we'll, we're going. We'll count that. Thank you for Fuck. listening to the show. You guys have a great night. In a world where one podcast will redefine the word skull fucking, the Lamb Band Show. I sweat in my rust I'm breathing in the chemicals